0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.
1: Thank you to Mana Health Products. They sponsor this insert. Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. On the line is health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solution. It's Wendy Christine. Hello, Wendy. Morning, Brad. All right, that side. Yes, thanks. How are you? I'm fine, and my gut is also feeling good, which I've come to realize as we prepared for our chat this morning, if I've got a happy gut, I'm going to have a happy brad. Exactly. It
0: it really does make a huge difference (laughs) when you have a happy gut.
1: When you realize how big it is, how long it is, and the overall surface area, I'm starting to understand it really is this enormous organ that we don't really take very good care of because um, would it be... Very generalized to say we don't really eat as well as we should. We don't move enough. We're not really taking great care of our bodies and so our guts are not in the best place they could be.
0: I think that is true to a large degree. I think many people are not doing um, the necessary. I think because of the the lifestyles we lead as well, um, we don't tend to nourish our digestive systems in the way that they would need to be. And I think we have exposure to way more unhealthy foods Hmm. So um, and they, they seem to be the quick and easy ones to grab. So I think that's, that does put a, a, a big spin on the health of our guts.
1: Yeah, and the connection between our <laughs> brains and our guts, that's, that's a bizarre one to, to try and figure out logically.
0: Yes, um, we do have to realize that the brain and the gut are connected. There's something called the gut-brain axis, and um, the, the microorganisms in our guts, so the, the good, friendly, or any of the, the bacteria, whether they're friendly or not, messages to the brain consistently so if we have healthy bacteria we're going to get healthy messages to the brain but if we don't have healthy bacteria we're going to get unhealthy messages to the brain so it is so vital to make sure that the environment in the gut is, is healthy
1: um, and uh, our immune system is that also managed by what's happening in the gut
0: yes so it, it, I would say the the gut is probably one of the biggest parts of your immune system If that is not well and healthy, then your body can't um, fight off infections as easily. So that's the starting point if somebody has frequent infections.
1: So I, I I would guess from conversations we just have as friends and family together, you always got somebody, and it's, it's, it seems like it's in the majority these days, Wendy, piping up to say, oh, yes, I struggle, struggle with my gut. You know, I've got this issue or irritable bowel syndrome or, oh, yes, you know, can't go. Everything's all clogged. I mean, not a nice thing to talk about on the radio, but here we are as human beings with these sorts of struggles. Yes,
0: and it's very common struggles. Um, it's probably one of the most common things that I see in my practice um, is, is people struggling with some or other form of digestive um, complaints.
1: Mm. Um, and uh, uh, not everybody with an unhealthy gut environment is going to have digestive problems, but there are other problems which also stem then from unhealthy guts.
0: That's right. So I have many people that say to me, but I have no problem with my digestive system. But that's not an indication that there's nothing wrong in the gut. Ah. So people have struggles such as allergies, sinuses, um, or nasal congestion, joint pain, fatigue, brain fog, concentration issues, depression, all sorts of other things like that. Can come from
1: an unhealthy gut environment. I mean, that's just, it actually seems bizarre. I mean, it's almost like the two furthest ends of our bodies, you know, and here there's this connection, and many people would not think that if I can deal with my gut health, I will deal with my brain fog or my joint pain. This is fascinating. So, yes. so there must be lots of South African people struggling with some form of IBS or something like that.
0: Well, I looked it up, and these statistics are certainly not up to date. But about 4.6 million South Africans suffer with some form of IBS. Now, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And so that means it's a a large number of the population. So there is something, it's not a small problem, it's something that we really have to pay attention to.
1: Yeah. And then back to the bacteria that you were talking about, That, that seems like a scary thing, but we know there's some good bacteria in there as well. That's why we take probiotics or eat things, foods containing probiotics. So we need to take care of that also when it comes to our gut health.
0: We do. And diversity in the digestive tract is key. So that means there needs to be lots of different strains of bacteria. And there should be around 300 to 500 species of bacteria in your gut. And and that's good and bad, Mm. but the predominant amount is good bacteria.
1: So let's look at a few ways that we can take care of uh, our guts and experience better overall health. Based on what you've just said, if we can deal with what's going on in our guts, we'll find a lot of issues will start to improve.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think one of the most important things is to avoid the unnecessary use of antibiotics and antacids. So antibiotics are often, sometimes necessary, and they, mm. you know we do need to use them from time to time. But they tend to be overprescribed. So you know, if, if you have a sniffy nose, you don't necessarily need an antibiotic. Your body should be able to fight that off. Um, and antibiotics actually kill the good and the bad bacteria off. So they can't differentiate between the two. They just wipe everything out. And that drastically reduces these vast populations. So it, it kills off the, the, the varying different species, and um, and then it, your body takes takes a very long time to recover those those bacteria again. Yeah,
1: and and what about antacids? I mean, does that have a similar effect on our guts as an antibiotic?
0: Um, yes, sort of. Um, so antacids are used when people assume that they have too much acid in their stomachs. Mm. But the actual problem stems from having too little acid in the stomach. And if you don't have enough stomach acid, your food can't digest and everything ferments. And that creates an imbalance in the, in the healthy bacteria oh, in see. the digestive tract. And then you land up getting re- you know, heartburn and reflux and all of these um, bloating and uncomfortable
1: symptoms. This is fascinating. Um, any other things we need to look at? I know we're working through a top five list here. So let's have a look at uh, possibly food that's, that's uh, an issue that we might be intolerant to.
0: Yes, so food intolerances are a biggie. Um, I think it's very important to know what you're intolerant to and maybe even by process of elimination, you don't necessarily have to go for a very expensive test, but eliminate the foods that could potentially be causing problems. And the two biggest ones are your gluten grains and your dairy products. Mm. And those I would say most people have either one or the other or both of those that that they are sensitive to. And the gluten makes your stool more sticky, so people that struggle with constipation are very likely to have more of a gluten intolerance, oh. and and dairy can cause diarrhoea. So you you really want to weigh it up and see what are your symptoms and which one do you want to try and eliminate. And if you if you're not getting enough of a of a, a difference with just eliminating one, eliminate both.
1: And then different kinds of foods, I'm guessing, Wendy, we've spoken about this often, it's keep things colorful, interesting, varied, so that can help, right?
0: Yes. So if you think you've got a diversity of, of, of flora in the gut, you need to eat the diversity of food. So you need to have variety. You need to have different colors. You need to have different textures. You need to have different forms of fiber um, and protein and all of those kinds of things so we can feed those healthy bacteria. Because we cannot actually break down the fiber in our guts by ourselves, our bacteria if we struggle eating fiber, we know there's not enough good bacteria in the gut.
1: <laughs> this makes me smile this idea of we're not only feeding ourselves but we're taking care of all of this intestinal flora and bacteria to feed this amazing system that's just operating inside there, and this idea that yeah. we would eat things that would in make them incapable of doing their job properly, you know we. We love the taste of some things and the way it makes us feel, but once it's past the tongue, then it's causing more harm than good, some of the stuff we eat. You're really opening our minds up in an amazing way. I love this. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and sugar, I guess, is going to be somewhere on this list.
0: Absolutely. You know, we can't have a talk like this without mentioning the the, the bad um, effects of sugar. So sugars and unhealthy carbohydrates are not great for the good bacteria. Um, it, when we're eating brown and white foods um, and starchy and sugary foods. All we're doing is feeding the unfriendly bacteria. So your yeast and all of those things become overgrown in the gut. Mm. And then they crowd out the good bacteria. So we definitely want to be avoiding those. And we also want to be avoiding unhealthy fats. Because the unhealthy fats, obviously, they they can line the digestive tract. They make it more difficult. People, again, can struggle with diarrhea um, if they're having too many fats in their diet, Mm. especially unhealthy ones. And, um, and it's obviously not good for, for the ecosystem in the gut.
1: So we've been talking about probiotics. So yeah. uh, what about prebiotics?
0: The prebiotics and probiotics are very important. The prebiotics, again, are those fibers, so the foods that we eat provide the prebiotics, which is the, the food, basically, for the bugs that we are wanting to feed. And um, foods that are rich in prebiotics include garlic, and onions, so your allium vegetables. Okay. And then berries and legumes and oats and nuts and seeds and all your vegetables.
1: I uh, I wonder how much effort we go to outside of yogurt to try and uh, get probiotic foods in our in our systems. And most people say kombucha. no, that's for all those people there in Seapoint. The weird people. <laughs> the weird people at Seapoint. <laughs> they can have all of these uh, kefirs and kombuchas in the. Uh, Uh, I quite like sauerkraut, but you can't, even the sauerkraut you buy, you read the ingredients, it's loaded, you know, they try and make it flavorful, so that's loaded with things that aren't good for you, and all these preservatives, so I guess it's the kind of thing you need to try and make yourself, and again, it's it's hard, it's not an easy thing to do.
0: No, it's not an easy thing to do, and and also the thing is, not all yogurt is equal, so you -hmm. know, you might be buying your strawberry flavored yogurt, that really is just like a pudding, and has got no live enzymes in it. So you really have to look at the quality of your yogurt that you're buying. Um, and then if you can make these, these other fermented foods at home, they are, it's obviously best if you do yeah. make it at home because then you don't have to add a preservative or a stabilizer to keep it um, alive or um, increase its shelf, mm. shelf life
1: fascinating five ways to ensure better gut health with wendy christine health coach and wellness practitioner at integrated health solution this podcast will be available for you after the program go and check it out share it with somebody else and it's all good and well we listen to this we need to implement what wendy's saying otherwise all it becomes is interesting information how about letting it transform your life by actually doing what wendy's directing this morning the proof is in the not the pudding well unless it's sugar-free um that's the voice of wendy christine thanks wendy we appreciate you so much have a great thursday
0: Thanks, Brad. Have a great Thursday too. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.